Women in Leadership brought to you by Heron Code, the management consultancy for what happens next. For more information, you can visit heroncode.com. In this podcast, we will be talking to female leaders of today to inspire the leaders of tomorrow. The key things that helped me to succeed in my career, more than for sure the support from my family or my husband or etc., is I was actually working in a great companies and I was managed by amazing leaders wow. who really invest their time in terms of coaching or directing or teaching me the acumen itself in, in a correct way. So I consider myself, yes, I was really lucky and I, I, I felt like it was the right decision at the right time. I'm a big believer of the teamwork. I support the team that I work with. I do that even in the personal, from the personal perspective as well. If I'm being asked to do something, I will find who can help me in order to achieve whatever I'm being asked. And based on that, we'll start the, the full delegations and believe on them. And with the follow-up techniques and the meetings and the, the rest of the things that you can arrange and even you can overcome uh, any things that uh, can uh, pop up or happen mm-hmm. until we reach to the ultimate goal that we are uh, we would like to achieve. Women in Leadership brought to you by Heron Code. Welcome back to another episode of the Heron Code Women in Leadership podcast, a podcast which is high up in the air with you, quite literally 30,000 feet up on Emirates Airlines. We are so, so proud of this. Season one is available for you to hear on any flights when you're flying with Emirates. We're we're really proud of ourselves. And because of all the success and because of all your love and support, we are on to season three where it continues in all its glory. I am joined by an incredible woman leader, Lamia Kurdi. She has diverse experience in in all fields of leadership and is currently the shared services director within the Al Nahdi family office. Lamia, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm fine. I'm doing great. Amazing. It's so great how you came about being on this podcast. You came across one of our episodes and now you're a guest on the episode. And it's such it's such a pleasure because we have so much to talk about today. So many of these roles and the, all these hats that you wear, not just professionally, but personally as well. But one thing I definitely want to do is, is touch on your background and where you came from. Born and raised in the kingdom, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Uh, Where exactly were you born and raised and how was that time for you? Actually, I born in uh, Jeddah city in Mm -hmm. Saudi Arabia, but my family, uh, my mother and father's side, originally from Medina. Okay. uh, Which is a very decent city. Everyone even noticed the people by behavior that they are from Medina city. Wow. So I'm proud to share that as Mm. well. I feel like I was a lucky uh, person in this life that I I was raised by amazing parents Mm. who really did their best, honestly, to made us the successful person in the life, Mm. either me or my brother and sister as well. Yeah. Yeah. What were you like as a girl? I mean, meeting you now, I've only been sitting with you for five minutes. You exude confidence. Were you always like this? Tell me about you as a child. Yeah, actually, even my parents, they used to tell me that uh, I'm a leader by nature, even in my childhood. <laughs> yeah, I like to support people, even if someone's sad, to stand for mm. them, uh, even if someone in trouble, to try to figure out anything, to lift them up and uh, make them to find the right solution for their issue or problem or, or etc. In my personal life or even in uh, during the school or even when I start to work as well. Mm-hmm. So my dad, he used to tell me that I'm a leader by nature. Yeah. 
And were you a dreamer? Did you have big dreams of yeah. what you wanted to be and become? Yeah, actually, I was dreaming to be in a position that I can help people to overcome their challenges, to unlock their potentiality, to mm. discover themselves so they can uh, perform well, they can even uh, do better in their lives. Mm-hmm. And when I mentioned that, uh, I meant the personal, even in the work life as well. Yeah. So um, this is it. And even I remember that uh, after the graduations, I consider myself um, uh, one of them belong to the kind era. Mm. Uh, there is a, <laughs> there is a, a unique uh, nickname for the people who were born from between 80s and uh, late 90s. Uh-huh. So they are a kind era uh-huh. who uh, were in the transformation. Mm-hmm. They attended the transformation happening in Saudi Arabia. And also they were actually in the back days of this transfer- yeah. transformations. So uh, based on that, and even I remember be, when I finished my high school and I started to think about the major, I was really into something that allowed me and enabled me to have a diverse opportunity to learn from uh, other culture, other mm. people. And um, there was like lack of, un- honestly, uh, potential places to work with such requirements unless you uh, to be in the healthcare or medical uh, sector. So um, I graduated from the university. I picked the major that uh, helped me to work as a health educator. Mm. And I was uh, one among like, uh, I remember the first graduate from this uh, unique program. We were like uh, 25 from one of the very public uh, well-known medicine school in Mm -hmm. Saudi Arabia located in Riyadh. And I started to work as a health educator and I was doing great in terms of achievement, number of awareness, and even um, in social media, a lot of interviews happen and a lot of uh, major things has been achieved. Mm-hmm. But I always felt there is something missing. I always felt like I need to do something more mm. than that. And by coincidence, again, yeah. <laughs> and I always share this thought with my dad. Yani. Yeah. He's a big listener and he's honestly um, my role model. Yani. Mm-hmm. I always seek his advice when I face any issue or even I want to take his opinion about anything mm-hmm. that I'm trying to approach. I told him that I feel there is something missing and I, I felt like I can do something better and I can do something more. And I was telling him, I wish if I can just change the, the work environment to work in different sector. Mm-hmm. And I said, and he would start to convincing me, you already spent, you invest a lot of your time, your effort, mm-hmm. taking the certified training, uh, attending symposiums uh, and etc. And we just shut down the discussion on that. And I remember, I can't actually forget this day. Mm-hmm. I got a call from him, send me your updated resume. And then I told him for what? They were actually announcing about a major or mega project in the kingdom mm-hmm. under the king of Abdullah, King Abdullah, mm-hmm. the, the king of Saudi Arabia. And I think any Saudi citizen, he was dreaming actually to, mm-hmm. to, uh, to have the opportunity to work there. And I went through the everything. I went through the, the interviews and I, I was actually like uh, concerned what will be the title because when they called me, they said they have like a different or variety of opportunity mm-hmm. and they are meeting the people and they will see who will fit there yani, yeah. still they don't have like a clarity about that mm-hmm. so um, I can't forget the questions from the VP of the divisions I said uh, can you convince me uh, what is the common experience that uh, based on your previous work and working under the um, the shared services division or uh, in the human capital uh, department I told him it's dealing with people because either if, if it's patient or or employee, uh, you're dealing with people. So mm-hmm. you need to understand the people and you need to read 
use your emotion intelligence uh, acumen in terms to to help people to yeah. unlock hidden potential either competency or behavior who will lead them to overcome any challenges that they might uh, they may face so and i got the job wow <laughs> And uh, the things that helped me, honestly, to um, and support my decision, honestly, at the same period I received the job offer, I, I got accepted to pursue my higher education in USA. And at the same time, I was having an amazing race in, in the hospital. And I got this tempting offer in this mega project. Wow. <laughs> so it was really hard decision for me to take. And again, I went back to my dad and he gave me just a clear answer. Would you guarantee if you travel that you will be back and you will get the same opportunity that you have. Mm. So based on these questions, yeah. he helped me to challenge myself and take the opportunity to explore the new sector that has been opened for me. And I believe it was the right decision in the right time. Absolutely. You have to be brave to want to change something like yeah. that. You had already invested so much time, so much money, so much of your energy into one particular path. And I'm sure there's so many people listening right now who it can hit you at so many different stages in your life. You could be 60 years old and be in an industry for like 40 years and want to make a change. What do you think it was that pushed you to make that change? And of course, you're brave by nature, but there was also some planning and thought behind going for a new opportunity and a new challenge. Yeah, actually, as I told you, I felt there is something missing. Mm. And I felt that all the hard working and investment that has been done and previously in terms of measuring the impact on other people wasn't really clear because at the end you're dealing with patients and uh, not all of them, they were accepting someone to interfere in their life, telling, uh, ordering them to do this and that or advising them to change their lifestyle mm. in order to adapt with their disease and etc. So this resistance, it, it's, it's a kind of make me think that let's invest this effort and time in something that I can really sense and measure the impacts. Mm. So um, therefore, I want to explore the corporate life, how it, uh, it looks like, mm -hmm. because even and because this actually happened in 2008. Okay. So economically, even this year, it wasn't, yani, so there was a, yani, a yeah. huge crisis happened mm. <laughs> in 2008. So it was like all the circumstances honestly helped me to take this challenge. In addition to that, the people I met and I see, they were really inspiring. I felt like it's like uh, I will be in the right hand. And if I consider that one of the key things that helped me to succeed in my career more than for sure the support from my family or my husband or etc., mm -hmm. is I was actually working in a great companies and I was managed by amazing leaders wow. who really invest their time in terms of coaching or directing or teaching me the acumen itself in, in mm -hmm. a correct way. And even I remember my colleagues uh, during this time, yani as we speak now, they are in CHRO level in big G's in, in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Wow. So I consider myself, yes, I was really lucky and I, I, I felt like it was the right decision in the right time. Yeah. So um, this, uh, this was actually the main driver for me. In addition to that, usually when you consider a new opportunity, you need to do like the equation or mm -hmm. the comparison if uh, you allow me to say it correctly so when I did that I felt like it's worth to take this challenge and mm. wor uh, worth it to pursue this um, continue in this uh, process as well and at the same time there was like sense you know your own sense uh, when you kid uh, when you feel like um, 
you're trying to to think about something mm. uh, always the, you have the sense inside you that telling you it, it might be right it might be wrong yeah. but uh, i follow that and uh, and thanks god and yeah. here i am and here you are <laughs> well you know one thing that you touched on is people and i think you can naturally be a people's person but it's also an incredible skill to be able to read people and that's something that you also spoke about so i would love for you to share with our listeners how you read people how you become so personable how you create a connection and relationship with individuals so they feel seen and heard yeah first of all you need to admit the the purpose or the issue that they are really struggling with mm. and you need to confirm that uh, from them exactly and try to choose the right time and mm. try at least to remove the stressful part from yeah. that and based on that you use the a lot of techniques in terms of uh, what if situations how you uh, how i can help you what if you do that mm. if you were in this situations what you will react what mm. you will do based on that all based on the answers you can take things further with the person in front of you but the first things in order to let the people that um, feeling free to do mm. to be open with you they need to feel that they are uh, really respectful mm-hmm. the person in front of them that they're, they're really good listener mm-hmm. in addition to that and also you give them the full attention and let them uh, share whatever uh, madness or whatever mm. maybe sometimes uh, some words and useful word that it can be shared let them just finish all of this on the spot and start to highlight the points with them and based on that you can really be able to to support them and uh, help them further this is actually this is it and um, the most important things for any person that if you seek any advice or help they feel that they benefits out of it mm. if you just keep listening mm, and just saying that without giving them anything so they will close this, this chapter and they will not come again to you for sure yeah. if they don't feel that uh, you really uh, an added value to mm. to their concern or their thoughts or their uh, issue or whatever was the matter yeah it's tough as a leader because what we forget when we have a leader is that leader is a human being as well. Yeah. They have personal feelings. They have their own journeys. Leaders have their own insecurities, you know, they have their own challenges within the workplace. What is your leadership style? How would you describe it? How do you approach being a leader? I was actually uh, asked this question like two days ago. Mm. So uh, I'm a kind of person who big believer on delegations, mm. believe, and I'm a big believer of the teamwork. So um, I support the team that I work with, and even I do that even in the personal, from the personal perspective as well. Yeah. If I'm being asked to do something, I will find who can help me in order to achieve whatever I'm being asked, and based on that, we'll start the, the full delegations and believe on them and. with the follow up techniques and the meetings and the, the rest of the things that you can arrange and even you can overcome uh, anything that uh, can uh, pop up or happened mm-hmm. until we reach to the ultimate goal that we are uh, we would like to achieve mm-hmm. and uh, this remind me with uh, one of my previous leader who mm-hmm. <laughs> who uh, actually he was called after i left the company i i was surprised that uh, he was writing some like a reference uh, feedback about yeah. me and he mentioned that uh, she let me uh, achiever she's the achiever mm. if you want things to be done just give it to lamia so and this is something i really feel uh, proud yeah that i'm being named with this um, yeah you know. because i mean also with what you do you need to have targets 
right? And, and your approach has, has been really interesting in terms of how you work within an organization to establish targets are met. Uh, what is your approach? Is it very much on the macro in terms of the bigger goals? Is it working on the micro, on the smaller goals? How do you approach truly transforming an organization? Yeah, for sure, when it comes to the strategic part, uh, you need to uh, be very micro. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to delegating or start delegating or start to cascade down, actually, yeah. the, these goals, you need to give the freedom to act to the people that under you and avoid being very micromanagement mm-hmm. with them. Because at the end, we are as a leader, our ultimate goal to create another layer of leader or future leader. So if we will uh, keep uh, uh, telling them what to do or not to do, we're not a leader anymore. Mm. So, uh, and there is a tweet or a post for me even. Uh, I was in a situation I I, I noticed. I was attending non-decent discussions with uh, some of the people that uh, I used to work with. And I said, if you hire a talented people and you don't give them the basic mm-hmm. fundamental tools or needs so they can perform, it's like having a chef with a Michelin star, mm-hmm. CVs and background, yeah. an empty room and asking asking uh, to have like a unique uh, menu or unique uh, or amazing food to, to yeah. be delivered. So uh, this is it. So... Uh, Big believer in empowering, big believer, mm-hmm. uh, believing of uh, giving the freedom to act to the people. For sure, when I said uh, freedom to act, for sure, to certain uh, limit of boundaries and based on the internal policy and procedure mm-hmm. and etc. So um, I believe this is the key advice يعني, yeah. to, 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 to deal with the people that you used to work with mm-hmm. or the, the, for anyone who will be in a position to manage people. Believe on them, challenge them, unlock their uh, potential uh, hidden capabilities because you can notice that we are spending most of our time in the, in the work mm-hmm. more than the time we spend with our family. Absolutely, yeah. So based on all uh, this, I think you will be able to achieve your ultimate uh, yeah, goal. Absolutely. And as a leader yourself, I think it's important for everyone to have mentors or, you know, role models, people that guide them as well, because no matter what position you get to, I think you're always learning. You're always growing. Who is that for you? What, who are your inspirations? I just mentioned my dad. He's yes. always my role model and also my husband, mm-hmm. because my husband and I, we work in the same field. Okay. But in different company, for sure. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the team that actually I, I used to work with even uh, when I shift my career. Okay. And we met each other there. Uh-huh. So uh, he was a big believer on me. And he sensed that um, people acumen that uh, it was uh, it was showing from the, the way how I communicate with them, the way mm-hmm. how I handle the task has been given to me from my manager or even from the team themselves. And he started to support me. So mm-hmm. he's a big believer in me and he supported me. And uh, he is my hidden uh, coach as well. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so important to have that system around you, isn't yeah. it? Because like I said earlier, as a leader, you have, you're dealing with your own anxieties, issues, insecurities and challenges. What is your outlet? Like, who is Lamia when she's not working? I want to know more about what do you do to de-stress? What do you do to relax? Yeah, you can 
the common actually nickname for even uh, for me within my family that uh, the uh, happy, happiness ambassador mm-hmm. i like to make people happy i like to chase them even together wow. especially if there is any occasion or anything yeah. shift to be mm-hmm. i'm a very into cooking <laughs> <laughs> and i like to share i never use uh, any recipe as it is i like always to add my touches and this is even my unique work technique mm-hmm. i take the instruction but i always like to add my own touches on it in terms to um, tailor made this uh, to be delivered by Lamia yeah so uh, i like to enhance my personality my uh, my own actually uh, touches in terms uh, when i deliver anything yeah so um, i'm so into uh, event management i like to even uh, my kids birthdays or <laughs> even birthday for my husband or even my cousins so i enjoy doing that i enjoy yeah. seeing people smile yeah. and i enjoy um, giving this moment to any other person even when we do the employee engagement event because mm-hmm. we have i created something it's called like um, a season of joy mm-hmm. full year calendar with a lot of activities i never felt like there is a struggle what i'm i'm going to do next year always mm-hmm. the idea it comes directly in my mind because i sense what what was missing in previously and i try to address it in the upcoming uh, event yeah so uh Yeah, this is most of the um, actually the things that I, I I would like to do. Yeah, because yeah. you wear many hats. You take on many roles, yeah. not only professionally but personally. We just mentioned as a wife, you're also a mother. That's a handful in itself. People talk about work-life balance all the time. There's certain critics who say there is no such thing as work-life balance. What is your opinion on this, and how do you handle it all? I believe you you need to be uh, very aware about your time management mm. uh, really uh, concept and set your priority based on that and always family comes first and at the same times you should think about that before do any compromise because there is replaceable things and there is unreplaceable mm-hmm. things so based on that I set my priority as I'm actually managing all the things uh, related to my kids and home while my husband is working in different city and we met only uh, in the weekend mm-hmm. and uh, he know that uh, he left all this responsibility in in a safe hand in addition to that to my parents as well and I need to be the expected leader uh, in front of my uh, management and my team as well so I think the best things to balance all of that by uh, set a uh, very uh, cohesive honestly yeah. an intensive uh, agenda to give everything the right time and the right focus and uh, you should be committed mm. and compliance with all of that because yeah. uh, we always keep saying and giving advices but at the end if they don't see it will ending up by not acting to or not applying what we preach of course so based of all of that and even Sometimes I, uh, when my uh, I hear the word, I can't do that, even mm-hmm. from my kids or from my team member. I tell them, let's come and sit down and let's discuss the word of I can't. Why you can't? And I'm not a believer of the word of I can't. It's yeah. not even in my dictionary. There is, I don't want, not mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. If the person is mentally and physically can perform and can serve, I don't feel that the word of I can't, that should be exist, honestly. Yeah, you can figure several way to overcome any challenges or any things that you're being asked and you feel like you have no clue about it. But I'm not a believer of the word of I can't. Yeah, honestly. I love that. I love yeah. that. And then in terms of, I mean, 
everything that you've achieved. We can put it down to coincidence. We can put it down to good luck. But I think it's just hard work and determination. And so yeah. now we look forward. Where do you hope to be? What What is your, do you have a plan or are you kind of going with the flow at the moment and enjoying where you're at in the present? No, actually I have a plan. Uh, and even this was discussed uh, with my husband because mm -hmm. we are coming from the same field. Yeah, uh, We need to reach to a limit that we can be fully dependent when it comes uh, from uh, from the financial perspective and even from the personal life perspective. And then we need to create our own actually uh, consultancy or office in mm -hmm. order to start helping other or uh, support other organization that they, they need support or any services related in uh, human capital. Mm, wow. When do you think you'll venture into the consultancy? Uh, not so far. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> good to know. It's not so far, yeah. Well, knowing your journey so far, I feel like even if it comes tomorrow, you'll be ready for it. For sure. Lamia, I want to thank you so much for your time. It's been such a pleasure to get to know your story and your journey. And it's amazing how you handle so many things at the same time. I'm sure our listeners have learned so much from you today. So I want to thank you so much for your time. I hope you enjoyed it as well. And I wish you all the best of luck. Thank you so much, dear. And if you allow me to end this, just يعني, the final advice. Yeah. Be yourself. Mm -hmm. Follow your passion. Try to overcome any challenges by asking yourself why. Yeah. Think about the concept why I can't. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's uh, cross the eye and keep it can't. <laughs> yeah. And you will overcome and you will achieve your dream. Amazing. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Women in Leadership brought to you by Heron Code.